Welcome back everyone to Refresh My Pockets. Um, this is episode two and we're going to talk about grants versus loans, the infamous subject um, in the financial aid office. Uh, just want to give us some background information. Just like before, pretty much if you have any questions, concerns, um, there's things that you want me to talk about in later podcasts. Definitely please send the information into my email or you can also send them into my Instagram. Or if you're listening on Spotify, there's a question section. You can send them in um, and I'll be happy to address those questions for you. I am a financial aid advisor at a Florida university. So um, there is some knowledge I may have. Um, not all universities are the same, uh, but they're pretty similar. So, of course, I can give you my little information and you always go to your university's financial aid office to get specific details about your university. But I'll be happy to help. This is going to be broken up into segments um, because it's going to be one of a longer, I guess, topic, I would say. So don't be alarmed if you see this breaking up into parts. So let's get into it. So first thing I want to talk about is the grants. The things that people love the free money that's what that's called uh, grants there's different type of grants um, the most common grant is the Pell Grant um, this is based off your expected family contribution so for the most part the lower your expected family contribution is the more Pell Grant you can receive Pell Grants also um, awarded to students based off your credit hours so if you're full-time half-time part-time less than half-time um, there's different amounts that you would receive um, there's some students who try to guess what their Pell Grant is going to be um, and say for one semester you're going to be going full-time so that's 12 credit hours and then the next semester you're taking you're thinking about you know being more so part-time so that's like nine credit hours um, in that area you're gonna get less Pell Grant now because you are gonna be part-time. And so when you're estimating your Pell Grant, know that whatever you got in the first semester, in the fall semester, you're not gonna get the same thing in the spring semester. Most schools, they automatically estimate students for a full-time schedule, and they don't update your Pell Grant award until you are now in a in your classes you started because you can always add classes at any time before you know that first week of classes so they don't want to keep fluctuating things if they don't have to so just letting you know that other grants that you can get um, at an institution would be the Florida Student Assistant Grant, the Florida Supplemental Educational Opportunity Grant. These are grants that you can usually receive um, without having, you know, maintain a certain GPA, certain um, merits requirements. Uh, these are more so based off your expected family contribution and also when you complete your FAFSA. So again, when I mentioned that priority deadline, you want to complete your FAFSA by December 1st. Sometimes, some schools, um, they if you don't receive the Pell Grant or one of the other grants, they have other grants available to you so you can still receive money if you complete your FAFSA after the priority deadline. 
So um, I know I used to work at University of Central Florida. If you didn't complete your FAFSA by the prior deadline, you could still get the Florida Student Assistant Grant. Um, those are those are more so for students who didn't complete it by the prior deadline and still want to you know get aid. Um, so like I mentioned, you get more aid if you complete it by the prior deadline, but there's still grants that you can receive if you completed it after the deadline. Um, and then. Each school is different, so what I'm saying is more so general information, but these three grants are typically the most common grants you can get at every institution. So again, that's the Pell Grant, Florida Student Assistant Grant, and the Florida Supplemental Educational Opportunity Grant. Those are the most common ones. There are also institutional grants. So if you go to UCF, you might go get a UCF grant. If you go to Notre Dame, you might get a Notre Dame grant. There's different grants for the institution as well. So again, this is free money, people. So complete that fast fall on time. Next, we're gonna talk about those awards that you can receive that's not so much free. You guessed it, it's loans. We're gonna talk about loans. So loans, there are two types of loans, subsidized loans and unsubsidized loans. All right, so subsidized loans, these are part of your federal loans. So when you complete the FAFSA, these are the loans I'm referring to, the federal loans, um, which is now called Stadford loans. So pretty much your subsidized loans are the loans that you receive that doesn't occur interest while you're in school. So you go to school for four years, five years, six years, during that time frame, uh, however long you're in school, there the interest won't um, accrue. You'll be fine. Now, when it comes to the unsubsidized loan, as soon as you accept the unsubsidized loan and you receive that loan, that's when you will start to accrue that interest. Um, and it will keep going until, you know, you graduate, I'm sorry, until you pay it off. Or, you know, again, like COVID happens and they put a halt on them. Um, so then, you know, your interest stops. So it all depends. Um, if that ever happens again but for the most part your interest is going to accrue um, as soon as you accept and receive that loan most institutions what they do is with the subsidized loans you have to accept those first before you can get the any unsubsidized loan um, because the institution wants you to get free money it's not free money but in a sense free money um, before you can get money that has interest so they want you to have, use it loan that has more need on it so um, when it comes to loans you can get awarded different types of loans based off the year you're in so freshman that's 1 to 29 credit hours you can get a certain type of limit sophomore that's 30 credit hours to 59 credit hours you get another set of loans amount Junior, that's 60 credit hours to 89 credit hours. You get another set um, of amount of loans. And then the senior year credit hours is 90 to 120. Um, so be mindful. You might be like, well, my neighbor got this amount of loans. How come I didn't get this amount of loans? We're both at the same institution. Well, if your neighbor's a junior and you're a freshman, you're going to get less than what your neighbor would receive. 
Um, so just be mindful of that. I know a lot of students come in asking that question. Um, you just get awarded different amounts depending on your grade level. Um, most loans um, at a Florida institution, you have to be at least six credit hours to receive it. Um, some people may say two classes, but it all depends on your institution. Um, but six credit hours is the minimum for you to get those federal loans. So just be mindful of that when you're registering for classes. Um, there's sometimes people want to just take one class um, in the semester, so like summertime. Um, just know you won't be eligible for loans um, if you were to fall below six credit hours. Um, and then I would also want to add um, that they do have other types of loans. So uh, parent plus loans, uh, that's when your parent takes a loan out and the student's not taking them out. Um, these are typically lower interest rates than a private loan. Um, so parents take these out. Um, but pretty much what happens, the awards go towards your tuition um, and fees that you want to be paid on your account. And then the remaining funds go back to your parents, whatever address they put on file. Um, so that's what a parent plus loan is. And then when it comes to a grad plus loan, these are only for graduate students. Um, pretty much you're just taking out a loan in your name. Um, different, um, that's, this is after the federal loan, then you want more loans, you can take out that grad plus loan. So you don't have to take out a private loan and run your credit or anything. You can take out that grad plus loan, which they still do run your credit, but they go by different guidelines because they know that you're a student. Um, so um, with everything I mentioned, there are federal loans, which is all of them I mentioned. Um, but there are first those subsidized and unsubsidized loans that you get by completing the FAFSA automatically. Um, you'll see that on your student account. Then you have that Parent PLUS loan where you have to do a separate application. Well, your parents does a separate application um, so you can receive that. Um, you do have to still complete the FAFSA, uh, but there's also a separate application for your parents to complete. Then you also have that Grad PLUS loan. You do have to complete the FAFSA as well. Um, but there's also a separate application for you to complete to receive that Grad Plus loan. So that's the difference um, between those Stafford loans and then you see those Parent Plus loans and Grad Plus loans. Now I want students to know another thing that separates loan amounts are if you're dependent or independent. I kind of talk about that in my first episode. Dependent students typically get less when it comes to loans um, because they expect you know your parents to be helping you. Um, and then independent students get a little bit more because you're pretty much on your own. Be mindful, independent doesn't mean, oh, I file my own taxes, so I'm independent. Independent more so means in the regards to FAFSA, either you have a child, you're over the age of 24, you're in the military, things of those sort. Um, just because you felt your FAFSA, I'm sorry, just because you felt your um, taxes on your own doesn't mean you're independent um, for government purposes. Uh, the, the government expects your parents to pay for college or help you with college up until the age of 24. So you, you'll consider a dependent until then unless you're in special circumstances, which then you'll just speak to your financial aid office about that. Um, so another thing I wanted to mention is when it comes to grants, those are typically automatically accepted for you on your account. 
it's when it comes to those loans you have to accept that on your own so some schools they have terms and conditions so be mindful of that um, you have to, you have to um, accept the terms and conditions so you can still receive those grants but once you accept those terms and conditions you can um, it will automatically be accepted for you those grants um, now some schools don't have the terms and conditions and they're just automatically accepted for you now, again, I'm going to say it again, uh, those loans, you do have to go in your account and accept those loans. They will not automatically be accepted for you because um, that's not free money like the grants are. Well, this concludes our episode for grants versus loans. If there's anything I didn't mention or anything you have a question on, please feel free to contact me via Instagram, via email, um, I'll be happy to assist you. Um, these notes or information will be in the notes under this episode if you want to get more information. I also have a college guide if you ever wanted to purchase that. We have an ebook version and a paperback version that you can definitely purchase. Hope you enjoyed. Talk to you soon.